Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, we're going to explore the healing properties of green apatite, which is a crystal that's amazing for connecting you with nature. But before we get started, I want to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can ask your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's Ask Me Anything question comes from Jean Kring. So Jean asks, has everyone who works for you at the Love and Light School taken the CCH program? So for those of you who might not know, if you're only familiar with me through the podcast, of course, my crystal healing school, the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy, offers tons of online classes and training programs, the most popular being our crystal healing certification program which is actually opening for enrollment very, very soon. So the team, um, I would say, has mostly taken the CCH program. So Lauren has gone through pretty much the entire program. Charlotte, I know, has worked her way through quite a bit and actually does a lot of our transcripts. So um, even for the videos that she hasn't watched, she has edited the transcripts for those classes. And then Lucy, who is in charge of our marketing, is actually just starting in this round of the program, which is really, really exciting. Um, So she'll be kind of going through for the very, very first time. So I love this because my team is really very diverse in their strengths. Lucy is so wonderful at marketing and at communicating. Charlotte is kind of an expert organizer, and Lauren, of course, is so amazing at helping with decision-making and with doing a lot of our community outreach and projects for our students. And each of them really knows a lot about crystals in their own right, whether that knowledge just comes kind of intuitively or it's things that they've learned through their own work with crystals over the years. And it's a really exciting time for me right now at the school because we will be opening the doors for the Crystal Healing Certification Program very soon. So if you're interested in taking the CCH program yourself and becoming a certified crystal healer, you can visit our website at loveandlightschool.com. And at the very top of the page, you'll see all the information and a button to click for the Crystal Healing Certification Program. So you can sign up to get on our wait list, find out about when doors open to the program. And if you are on that wait list, you'll actually be one of the first that's allowed to enroll and you'll get a super amazing discount on your enrollment too. And if you want a little bit more information about our CCH program, what it involves and how you can become a certified crystal healer, then you can go to becomeacrystalhealer.com for tons more information and FAQs. Now, if you have your own question that you'd like me to answer about crystals, spirituality, or heart-centered business, or anything else that you're curious about right now, let me know over at loveandlightschool.com ask. 
And now it's time to dive into our main topic for the day, healing properties of green appetite. So as you know, I always like to kick off these healing properties episodes with a message from the crystal and today's crystal green appetite has this to share. I'm delighted by the world around me and I take time to pause and appreciate nature. So Green Appetite is a crystal for deeply connecting with nature. It also disintegrates negative energy. And for me, I personally feel like these two things go hand in hand. If I'm in kind of a foul mood or something crazy and chaotic is going on in my life, I'll often just go take a quick walk in nature, whether that's just walking through my backyard barefoot so that my feet can really make contact with the grass and feel the warm soil and the sunshine, or if it's taking a little bit longer walk and appreciating the plants and animals around me, I feel like this really just helps melt away any negativity from my field. Green Appetite works very similarly and also helps connect us with nature in a deeper way. In addition, Green Appetite promotes physical health and healing, and it also helps open the heart chakra after traumatic situations or experiences. And I find that sometimes these two things go hand in hand. When we have a lot of trauma or negative emotional energy that is connected to our heart chakra, it really leads to the deterioration of our physical health. And so by opening that heart chakra center back up, we're energetically supporting our bodies for physical healing. Now, green appetite also helps increase energy and vitality. So if you've been feeling a little bit lethargic or tired or sluggish, this is a crystal to help put a little zing back into your step. And it also energetically supports the absorption of vitamins and nutrients in the body, especially calcium and iron. So if you've been feeling really tired or run down and you know that it's to do with a lack of essential vitamins and nutrients, Although green appetite is not, of course, a supplement or replacement for proper nutrition, it can energetically support your body as you return to a place of health or balance by working with your physician. Now, it also promotes peace and tranquility. And again, I think this relates back to that connection with nature. Um, And one thing that I find is really interesting is when we're in that place of peace and tranquility, we're able to tap into our intuition in a deeper way. And so green appetite also enhances your powers of foresight or intuitive insight and stimulates precognitive dreams. So these are the dreams where you actually see things take place that may happen in the future. So this is a really, really interesting crystal to work with. It's not a traditional color of green. It's kind of a chartreuse green or yellow green, um, very similar to the color of peridot. And it's associated with the third chakra or solar plexus chakra and the fourth chakra or heart chakra. It connects to the zodiac signs of Virgo, Capricorn, and Leo, and to the elements of earth and fire. Its companion flower is cushion spurge or euphorbia, and its companion essential oil is lime. Now, a great companion crystal for green appetite is orange spessartine garnet. I love this combo together, especially for vitality, rejuvenation, and energizing the physical body. 
Now, this green appetite comes from Mexico, but it can also come from Brazil, but the highest quality pieces come from Mexico and they are gorgeous. Now, this is also known as asparagus stone, green pyroguanite, green augustite, or as asparagolite because of its green color, very, very similar to the color of asparagus. Now, appetite is often difficult to identify, and it's really frequently confused with barrel and other crystals in that shape. It comes in so many colors, which makes it especially deceiving. And appetite's actually a group of minerals containing several mineral species, including the very common floor appetite, which is the type that this green variety is. So if you've been feeling really disconnected from the natural world, this crystal can make a perfect companion to help you reestablish your relationship with mother nature. So try holding this crystal in your hands while you go for a walk in the grass. Again, bare feet is best or sit beneath your favorite tree for a really quick meditation session with your green appetite crystal. So that's it for our healing properties segment. And now I want to move into our trending this week segment. As you know, each week I bring you a quick discussion on something that's happening in the world of crystal healing and spirituality, or something that I'm just really loving right now and want to share. So this week I want to share with you about a recent trip that I took to Ireland. This was such an inspiring and spiritually fulfilling trip Um, I actually went with my mom. I took my mom on a trip to Ireland and we had the most amazing time. So talk about connecting with nature. We drove around the country. We visited mostly the southern half of the country and really enjoyed taking our time driving through these meandering roads surrounded by ancient stone walls and castles and amazingly old trees. We enjoyed seeing the countryside with all the beautiful sheep and cows, and it was such a magical experience. And one of the things that I did while we were there is we actually visited Brigid's well. So Brigid was actually a goddess in the pre-Christian tradition in Ireland, and she was the goddess of the hearth and of the flame. She is thought to be very protective, very nurturing, but also had this quality of fierceness when it was needed. And for the past few months, I've been feeling so, so connected to Goddess Brigid. And so it was amazing to discover that one of the places that we were going was very, very near to Brigid's well. Well, after Christian civilization in Ireland, the Goddess Brigid was kind of reshaped or repackaged as Saint Brigid. So she was known as a healing saint and her wells are found all across Ireland. I think that there are maybe four or five different wells that are associated with Brigid or Saint Brigid. And it's thought that each of these wells has very distinctive healing qualities in the water. So I was actually lucky enough to visit one of these wells just about an hour or so from Doolin, and it was a really amazing experience. So it's really interesting to see how the pre-Christian and Catholic beliefs have kind of 
merged around these different healing sites. So you see some remnants of old spiritual traditions in Ireland with the use of cluties, which are little strips of cloth that are dipped in the healing water of the well and then rubbed on the area of the body that needs healing and then tied up into a cluty tree. And it's very similar to the idea of, say, like Tibetan prayer flags, where as they unravel, the strings carry the prayers. Well, with the cluty rags, as they kind of disintegrate and unravel and fall apart, it's thought that the illness in your body disintegrates or the thing that needs healing becomes healed. And it's really cool to see how this dichotomy of beliefs between pre-Christian beliefs and Catholic beliefs about Brigid really come together in these healing places and that both are very much respected and still practiced today. And it was just such an inspirational thing to see these two very opposed different spiritual paths existing together in harmony and in a place that was so important to both spiritual traditions. And it was one of my favorite parts about my visit to Ireland. Um, Of course, there were very, very, very many others. Visiting the Cliffs of Moor was amazing. Getting to see where The Princess Bride was filmed, one of my very favorite movies. Um, The scene with the Cliffs of Insanity was, was filmed at the Cliffs of Moor. And also the sea cave where the locket horcrux is contained from Harry Potter, um, as we know, that was also filmed at the Cliffs of Moor. So I got to see the actual Horcrux sea cave, which was pretty cool because I'm kind of a big Harry Potter nerd. And actually speaking of Harry Potter, on July 31st, we will be releasing a special episode of the podcast all about the crystals of Harry Potter and the wizarding world. So I hope you enjoyed this week's trending this week segment. Um, It was really a lot of fun to go visit that sacred well. And of course, I brought some crystals with me on that journey. Um, I even lugged around a kilo of carnelian tumbled stones and took them to all these different sacred sites in Ireland and charged them up with the most amazing energy. So that was a really exciting thing. And I got to actually dip that bag of carnelian stones in Brigid's well and really imbibe them with this healing energy. So I hope that you found a lot of value in today's show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash listen. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe through that link as well so you never miss a future episode. And I just wanted to give a quick shout out to an anonymous reviewer who says, love your podcast. I'm fairly new to crystals and I'm gaining so much knowledge listening to your podcast. Thank you. So to the cute, happy faced anonymous reviewer, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to leave that review. And if you decide to leave a review of your own, I'll give you my crystal chakra healing step-by-step class as a free gift. So once you've posted your review, just take a quick screenshot of it and send it to my team at support 
at loveandlighthealingschool.com. We'll get your class all set up and we'll reply back with details on how you can get started with your free crystal chakra healing class. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com.